Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Boy, <laughs> did we have some technical problems today? That's right. So you're going to see a meltdown like the world has never. Uh, what was that? Oh, right. Chernobyl. Oh, okay. Whatever. You're going to see the second three mile island. What the? How many fucking meltdowns do we have? Really? Oh, okay. Spoilers. So. We are going through a meltdown phase of tech problems, but we're back. We're coming at you live soon with Zeth, our special guest, and he's going to be pimping his website and he's going to be talking about let the right one in. And then we've got J.M. Brannick, the forever co-hosty person with their awesome movie, something about Halsey. I, I don't know. I wasn't. Uh, I, it's a kid's thing. I don't know. And then, of course, yours truly, Jim Phoenix, with my awesome entry of Operation Rainfall. All this and more, the next stream of demons. Hit it. Jim Phoenix here, and by God, do we have a streaming demons for you today? That's right, Oscar people. Forget the Oscars. That happened last week. This week, with the streaming demons, which is in the future, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. Uh, that dog movie, it, it didn't win. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's my, that's my prediction. Always. So if you're brand, brand, brand new to streaming demons, you always know we... Nothing. You're brand new. Oh, what the hell did you know? First, we have the incomparable voodoo priestess is still in uh, Korea now. They've actually went to Korea. They went from Japan to Korea and have been stuck, not for a visa this time, but actually for espionage. Yeah, I guess they're trying to spy on some new movies coming out just to give us an exclusive and... It's going to take a while. So until that's done, uh, we're going to have the forever co-host Box Human, aka Jamie Braxley. Hello. Hello. And our special guest for the day, Zeph. Say hi. Hi. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And if you are new to Demons, this is what we do. We take one movie, an old or a new or a borrowed or a blue. So that's actually three movies, uh, four, whatever you want. And we just kind of talk about them. We give honest reviews. It's awesome. It's greatness. We never pat our scores, no matter how much. How much did they give me? Oh, shit. Really? Okay. We almost never pat our scores, no matter how much people give us money or, or love. Make or enough beer. Make enough beer, Jimbo. Hold off for more make enough beer. Or make enough beer, as my great friend, Dr. Payne over there would say. So without any further ado, because I am... Uh, I'm just lazy. Uh, we always let our special guests go first. Take it away, Zeph. What movie you got for us, buddy? Let the right one in. Um, <clears throat> so That's let the right one. Say that again. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let the right one in. Uh, released in 2008, it is a Swedish film. Uh, a Sweden uh, film from Sweden. Um, uh, I don't know why I felt the need to clarify that. So uh, it is part thriller, part supernatural horror, part romance, of course. And of course, uh, being a fan of vampires, part vampire flick. Wait, wait, I wait. Part know. romance. It's got like uh, two kids in it. Uh, but I watch the right movie. I thought it was, uh, yeah, 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 it's, kids it's, can it's, like it's, each other. Yeah, kids could like each other. It's, it's part yeah. romance. I mean, that's um, the whole thing of like cooties and stuff. I don't know what the, but, the Swedish word for cooties is, but sure, I would it's not probably know. impronounceable <laughs> to me. Although I, I bought one for my uh, IKEA set, just in case. Yeah, of course. Uh, directed by uh, <clears throat> Thomas Alfredson, uh, who is the director of uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and The Snowman. So a man with range. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and The Snowman? And that was the my snowman. name of my band in high school. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, that we is a skeptical. very impressive uh, range, I would say. Uh, one uh, considered to be a very great film, and the other is uh, Harry Hole. The Snowman. Harry, Harry Hole. Hole. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so equally. Is that a movie, talented. Harry Hole? No, so, that's uh, the protagonist. Yes, and, and that is Tinker the protagonist of the Snowman. The snowman. 
Uh, What's yes, a snowman? Am I missing some movie? Like, yes, you're yes. missing it. You are missing it. Oh, uh, am I missing it? Like Roller Gator missing it, or am yes. I literally missing it? Yes, Roller Gator missing, missing, missing it. Okay. The the best film of all time is what you're missing. So, uh, director with range, um, uh, based on John Linkfist's uh, book of the same name. So let the right one in, of course. Uh, he is also the uh, screenwriter for the film. So there's a lot of adaptation faithfulness, uh, yeah. is what I would say. So a synopsis. Uh, this follows Oscar, played by Cor Hedrick. Sorry for pronunciations. Uh, that's, that's Oscar. Yeah, uh, you, you did it right. Oscar. Uh, yeah, Oscar is the main character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I, 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 I didn't know how to pronounce it. You, you're doing it perfectly. Oh, well, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, more of the uh, the actual actor who plays him. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I have no <laughs> idea. Is it Bob? Yeah. Fuck Bob. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Inside jokes, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So oh, he's the, the uh, typical bullied boy, uh, sort of growing into that stage of uh, adulthood. And uh, he's constantly bullied. His parents are divorced, you know, uh, the typical uh, bullied child dynamic. Uh, he's sort of embracing a darker path. He's full of anger, uh, not good, no therapy at all. And uh, enter Ellie, who is the, of course, the tropey uh, girl next door, but a little different. Uh, it's all about execution in the end. And uh, she only comes out at night for some weird reason. And they get is to know each other. Is because she's emo? It's because she's emo. Yes. Weird, because uh, so does my Canadian girlfriend. Only comes out at night. Oh, only comes out and at night. Yeah. No, one, no one can see her during the daytime. Of, of course, invisible Canada. during the daytime. Yes. Canadian uh, girlfriend in Canada, where you're at. Yes. Yeah, I should probably yes. say. You mean your American girlfriend? Yeah. No, Canadian. Uh, okay. It's a big country. It's a big country. It is, gotcha. it is a big country, I, I would say, uh, Canada. No, it's um, like two, two spots. Yeah, two spots. You know, but Alberta and... Alberta? <laughs> they're very big what? spots. The Texas of Canada? You went there? Alberta. No and offense to anyone in Alberta, but I don't think no, it's gonna be like Toronto and Vancouver. Alberta is like those that's American. Those are all American. Oil and shit. It's like the the hat of America. A hat on a hat. We're getting off track. Don't, don't oh, mind us that. Oh no, of course not. Of course not. I'm just listening in. Um so uh follows Oscar. Uh, uh Ellie played by Lena Linderson, by the way. Uh and great performance by all the actors, of course. Uh great film at the end of the day. I would sing its praises more, but I should finish the synopsis probably. So this nah. synopsis, <laughs> synopsis are like overrated. So it's a, it's about a girl and a boy who meet each other, and the boy's being bullied, right? The boy's being bullied, and uh, Ellie is protective. I, I guess you could say uh, a, little, a little protective and uh, and uh, pretty intimidating force once you get to know her. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's all set in Cold War Sweden. Uh, during a slew of mysterious murders. So that's always interesting. Um, Wait, how many fucking murders are there in Sweden? Every show I see about Sweden is like a murder show. Like every one of them. Really? Shows like the unsolved murder, the other unsolved murder, the Icelandic murders, the one with Robin Williams going with like, uh, what's that other guy's name? Al Pacino? I guess it's the murder capital of the world. world. No. Um, yeah, really, I I don't know what else I should reveal or can reveal without sort of spoiling unintentionally. So perhaps I'll leave it at that. Uh, as their relationship grows, uh, naturally, everything gets to unravel and uh, a lot of things happen. Uh, I dig it. Now, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Did they have practical effects or CGI? Oh, yes. That's a great point because there is a moment of CGI and it is atrocious. It's really, (laughs) it is, uh, yes, uh, outdated for sure. And I would say it is one of the few criticisms, uh, if I could say that word correctly, uh, that I have of the film. Uh, Yes, there's there's a moment. And I think if you see it, uh, well, perhaps you've seen it. So. Do you remember what uh, one moment I'm talking about? It involves I don't remember cats. the day. Oh, I, it involves cats, and it is the, the uh, movie. They gave her a butthole. <laughs> no, or they took the butthole away. What, what happened to uh, cats? The butthole was taken away, right? Oh, they CGI yes. the butthole and took yeah, it off. But, oh, yes, but I forgot. We all the, signed so that forget? they would put the butthole back. I forgot the vampire horror film, The cats. Uh, I I forgot about that that classic horror film. Yeah, um, cats. It's, yes. it's great. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, these, these cats aren't as terrifying as 
the cats, but they are pretty bad. Uh, they're they're really <laughs> distracting. Uh, it's only one scene, so I don't want to rag on it too much, but it is pretty bad. Most of it is, uh, I think, light CGI and maybe uh-huh. a combination of practical effects and CGI. Uh, there's uh, really in uh, the vampire's transformation scene, without spoiling anything, uh, it's really good. I, I like whatever they did there, however they executed that, uh, it still holds up to me. Um, it's just cool. enough. Uh, and it's it's kind of hidden to where they probably didn't have to spend outrageous numbers on CGI, maybe, and sort of the the sort of dark masking of uh, of effects, perhaps. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's awesome. Cool. And you said this was based off a book? or I, oh. I can't remember if this was a graphic novel or like a, a textual book. Uh, this was a textual book, a novel. Okay. Uh, John Linkvist, uh, one of my favorite uh, authors oh, yeah, of all time. Yeah. I got into him because of this movie. So movie cool. first, then uh, then book. I will say the only uh, fault in ad- adaptation is that they just took so much out of the book. Um, it, it, understandably so. The only way it could be more faithful is uh, if it was a miniseries, I would say, which yeah. supposedly there's a miniseries. Oh, cool. uh, I can't get a hold of it. It's uh, on HBO Max, uh, but I can't find any information on it. Uh, so I think it's a myth and, uh, invented by the Illuminati probably. You hear that HBO Wait, Max were calling right. you out. I was, that HBO Max is a myth? Uh, perhaps. No, that's Maybe. the clitoris. The clitoris uh, is a myth. Oh, HBO oh, Max oh, is real. Oh, 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 I didn't know that. Oh, okay. no, that, that's from Jay and Silent Bob, by the way. I'm just quoting movies now. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure. Well, the you've quote been watching Roller Gator way too much, so you haven't even gotten the chance yet, buddy. So, uh, well, yeah. right, I have yeah. a question. No, of I have course. a question. Oh, okay. Jim. Um, so my question is, um, did you watch it as a sub or as a dub? Ooh, the most important question. That is a really important question, especially for Jim. I can't read. He can't read. No. Well, uh, there is an American adaptation. There is. There is. And... Let me in. <laughs> Let me in, please. Which is the, Canadian which is the adaptation, by the way. Let me, let me clarify. Let me in. <laughs> um, I think that's that's it's set in Detroit. It's yes. very aggressive. Yes, uh, so it's only five uh, minutes long. Really uh, Matt Reeves it. actually directed that one, which is probably uh, something to note, uh, considering uh, uh, you know the Batman um, of the universe. Um, and uh, it is an adaptation of the film, regardless of what he says. He said it was an adaptation of the book. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that was in the book in that movie was also in Let the Right One In. Uh, but it is for people who have trouble with uh, s- subtitles. It's, it's OK. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So you did the subtitle then, huh? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. You literate son of a bitch. <laughs> Whatever, guys. Well, I saw it in theaters. Uh, oh, uh, it was the first time. The first you time. Pay to, you pay to watch oh. subtitles? To uh, read? Yes. Oh, it's yes. Like uh, Some people uh, enjoy it, Jim. It, it was, I uh, well, I mean, I, I saw it with, I, uh, I think my aunts. I was a, I was a young, uh, young kid back then, all the way back then when God. I had a good what amount of What year was this again? 2008. Uh, 2008. Oh, fuck. You were a young kid and, oh, okay. Uh, Ah, you got depressed too, didn't you? I did. Smart ass. Making fun of me like this app too. I like to think I was young. And I was. Okay, so how many how many Cthulhu's out of five would you give this? Out of five. I I this movie meant so much to me. I would give it a five out of five. Um, that is what I would say. Wow. I will say that the CGI of those cats makes me uh, objectively say maybe a four out of five, but I just, uh, that, Ooh, it's just wow. such a great film. A four, point, four out of five, five out of five. Oh my God. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not following that. I mean, look, this, this is his favorite film in the whole effing world. I'm not following. No. So, Box, J.M. Brannick, what do you got for me? I didn't know we were doing favorite films or else I would have done Cruel Jaws or oh, The Uninvited uh, I would. again. <laughs> but I, I did not do that. I um I chose to stream off of HBO Max, which is uh, part myth and part reality, I suppose. It, it um, is. It is a myth. Don't don't try to trick me. <laughs> I, I saw it in a dream once. Private Canadian. I, I could believe that. 
So I, I did something a little different this time around. It is only streaming on HBO Max. Um, and it's it's a music videos movie from Halsey. And I know that I'm saying that probably wrong because Not I've only seen it written Hel- out. Halsey? Hel- Halsey? Halsey? Ha- Hals- Halsey? Hals- if any teenager please call in and tell us how to pronounce someone's name apparently any tiktoker please call me and tell me because i've only seen it written is she the laker fan that one well no she's a singer she actually i do enjoy a lot of her songs um but i guess that she had created this concept album and from this concept album like all good musicians eventually want to do she wanted to make it basically a movie um much like you know michael jackson wanted to do uh moonraker moonraker yes (laughs) and that that um, movie does not get enough credit it's actually a pretty good movie it's 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 a wild ride you know and prince had his purple rain oh yeah that's that's the the uh, bar purple rain so halsey has her um if I can't have love, I want power. And it it has a lot of horror elements into it, um, which is what drew me into it. Because I just saw the cover and was like, oh, that looks very spooky. And then I, I read what it was about. And I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. Because this is completely different from usually anything that I watch. I don't really watch a lot of musicals. I don't really... Which, honestly, I was really happy that it wasn't like... A musical musical of her singing to us the audience it was like this is the emotion that i'm bringing forward with this song this is now this emotion it was very music video-y um because it would be like okay and we fade to black now we fade to not black and we next next morning next so you know as brannick was talking about halsey who i think is laker fan by the way my computer said Windows 11 said F everyone. <laughs> and I'm the host to the Zencaster. So that was fun. Yeah. And you're going to see that sometimes when things go wrong live, uh, Jim just resets. So, ooh, movie magic or podcasting magic. Just magic. I don't know. Magic Johnson. Go back to Lakers. And without any further ado, the rest of Stream and Demons, a.k.a. Uh, everything else. Good luck. Should I turn my... Uh, uh, five out of five? Oh, shit. You know, I'm not... Uh, I can't follow that. Uh, Box! Hey, hey, hey J.M. Braddock, forever co-host, who's not currently, uh, you know, being detained by some of the country. Uh, what movie you got for us, then? You go, Max. Well, I dove into the mythical land of HBO Max... And, oh um, God! Did you watch the Halsey thing? I did. Is that oh, how it's my, pronounced? You, thing? Yes, I think that's how it's pronounced. Is thing? And it, oh, pronounced. thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I watched. Um, it's like a music. It, well, it's it, it came. It was birthed first from a concept album, and from there, um, she created this this movie. Um, it's about 50 minutes long and has a lot of um, elements from her concept album. If I can't have love, I want power. Yeah. And so it's an interesting tale. Um, much is it a, a mouse tale? Like American mouse tale? American rejected tale? What kind of tale is it? T-A-L-I? It's uh, not even like a word. Is it T-A-L? It's a tale of hell's... <laughs> Go. Sorry. Bless you. Your ears fell off. You. you sneezed so hard, your ears flew. They did. Holy crow! I could kind of feel like it. It was very, but you know, they they sew back on. We'll definitely edit this out. We're not editing anything out. I know. Never <laughs> edit fucking anything. Anyway, okay. So, um, anyway, back to Halsey and her boobs. Which are in this movie quite often. Oh, well, good. Do they have a role? They do. They're second oh. built, so um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're 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 constantly. Also, her tattoos, which again, this is kind of like 
in the Renaissance era. So seeing a tattoo of on her arm of like legs and sneakers was kind of sometimes distracting. Sneakers, my friend's cat? Why would my friend's cat be on her arm? Like Air Jordans, like literally Air Jordans oh. on her arm. Well, yeah, of course. What else would you do for Renaissance era? She has really interesting tattoos. So it was really interesting to look at them and go. A make-believe going hmm, on. What is, what is that? Hmm. Let's freeze it. Wait, wait, not just there, for her boobs. Are there any ankle shots? There weren't. Oh, I was see, bummed out. So that's going to take, it's like a, yeah, a yeah, it's going to take a point <laughs> off of it for sure. Naturally, naturally. So basically it's set in the Renaissance. Uh, she is a queen. Her husband has died. He's been murdered. Gasp. All of the old people are like, oh no, what has happened? She rushes to his side and she looks into the mirror and she sees this woman who I thought was Bloody Mary at first because it is a very like gothic and and you turned out to be Candyman. How was it Candyman? Candyman. No, it wasn't the Candyman, but it was very just it, it was creepy. Just creeps, creepville. She sees turned out to be Ron Jeremy. What? What was it? It was just like this Bloody Mary looking figure. Mm. Oh, so mirror. it was Bloody Mary? It's not. It's I had to look it up because I'm like, who the fuck was, was it that? Kadisha? It's Lilith. Lilith. So Lilith in the middle. Of course. I, maybe, I guess. It's it's very confusing. It's basically like if um the first five minutes of Sucker Punch, where it's all quiet and like <laughs> gothic, had a baby with like Santa Sangre. No, oh, ew. <laughs> Which Why you'd think I'd problems now. Really, really. <laughs> you'd think I'd really, really enjoy, but I only kind of half enjoyed because I'm like, oh, I can see so many different things going on here. It was very music video y because there was high emotions and drama throughout the whole thing. Um, but, you know, it was kind of fun. So, anyway, she. You know, everybody's like, oh, we're mad at her because the king's dead and she gets into this depression. She maybe is possessed by Lilith. It kind of seems like it at some point. And um, there's a lot of girl on girl kind of stuff going on with the ladies in her court. And Mm. then she becomes pregnant. There's a witch in the woods. There's a lot going on. Wait, you can get pregnant from girl on girl? Uh, With Lilith, you can. If she punches you, baby punches you in the stomach, you sure as shit can. And when Uh, there's a witch in the woods, too. That that is an important factor. Hot, hot, blind witch in the woods. Hot, blind witch. Who teaches her llamas. Oh, God. Naturally. Everything you're saying tracks. Why are llamas in the woods? Aren't they like in Peru and shit? No, teaching her llamas. Llamas, right. She's teaching llamas. like Llamas. Right. Why are they in the woods? Who's on first? Uh, who is, but why is llamas in the woods? So it's very, thankfully, she never actually like sings to you in the camera. Yeah. Who would want a singer singing in the video? I don't like that. Okay. Like Les Mis, I hated. I hated Les Mis. They had such oh, stupid faces oh, looking oh, at me. Oh, Stop oh, looking oh, at me with your oh, dumb, oh. stupid faces. <laughs> Um, I don't need to watch your dumb, stupid faces singing. Like, I really don't. So I much more appreciated the kind of like background of, you know, this is the song going on. It's, it's fine. It's perfect. This is the emotion that we're going for. And a lot of the songs were really good and I really enjoyed them. And I thought that they fit the mood, uh, the the, the nude mood. She was nude. There was a lot of nude scenes. A lot she was of nude? That. A lot of, yes. What, the, what movie is this now? The Noob. The Nude Noob. Um, no, it's, it uh, if I can't have love, I want power. And she's she's naked. And, and she basically, like I said, she becomes preggers. And then that creates a whole different dynamic of 
the old people who hate her are like, well, you're not royalty, but the baby's royalty. If it's a boy, we're going to keep it and raise it as royalty. And if it's a girl, we're going to throw it into the sea and you're going to die too. So it's basically her coming into her own, into her own body and also into. Apparently if she's pregnant, other people also came into her own body. Yeah. Basically, and they say that at one point, like, you know, you're spreading your legs for everybody. And she's like, yep, including the king, bitches. Wait, 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 wait. You left out the most important part, by the way. Trent Reznor was a producer on the album. On the album, not on the movie. But But on the album, yes. Music comes from the album, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. So the costumes were interesting. Some of them were gorgeous and terrific. And some of them were like teeth bling uh, and weird costume makeup. So it it ranged. Some of the wigs were real wiggy, real, real wiggy. Uh, So like each scene, it kind of just depended on what it looked like sometimes. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. But sometimes it's like, why did you put her in that? And why is she doing that? And why does she look like she's doing like a frog pose in Victoria's Secret underwear? Uh, but the music was great, as I expected and was hoping. Yeah. Uh, the cinematography was great for, like I said, it was very music video feel. So that's just kind of the feel and the the pacing that you're going to have. It's only 50 minutes. Um, now... The background of it, too, of this whole album, was um, Halsey had had uh, struggles, and according to a lot of different sources, uh, with miscarriage and endometriosis. And so this kind of whole album was about her understanding her body, understanding her place as a woman in the world, understanding femininity, and kind of getting out some of that anger, some of that frustration, um, regaining some of that power. And so I hope that this was a healing project to her. However, nice. in the short amount of time that we're given, you know, uh, because I, I kept hearing the, the flag words of, ah, feminist herald, you know, the feminist message relies heavily on the kind of heavy handed trope of men bad, girl power, Mm. uh, which, again, just kind of feeds into that simplistic view of things. I'm not going to spoil the ending. I thought the ending was very interesting and uh, was powerful. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing another album of hers. Nice being put out into the world she had written this whole thing um it was goofy at times but in a good goofy way it was like i said i was just fascinated the whole time watching it i was just watching it i could barely like write my notes down because i was like oh shit what's going on now witch in the woods Oh, what's going on now? She's holding her boobs and teaching her lamas. Okay. Uh, Now what's going on? Oh, this is what's going on. So, uh, well done to Halsey. I would give this uh, Cthulhu rating of three. I think it was strong. There could have been a lot better things that they could have added to it to make it stronger. But I think for what it was, you know, it wasn't... It could have fallen really flat, and I don't think it did that. That's awesome. I mean, for what it was, and I believe it's also written by Halsey. The, the, the yes. screenplay. Yes, the screenplay was written by Halsey, uh, and she was also a producer on it. Nice. Yeah, so. So, okay. If they would have, if, if they would have had a shark, it would be a five. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, Halsey, you need, you need to put a shark in it next time. Honestly, yeah. I just didn't put know it. that was the rule. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sharks make everything better. This is so, true, objectively. Yeah. Yes, of course. Bath time is much more horrible with sharks. 
just stick her like stick the whole thing underwater, have sharks as the chorus, you know, make it the, this big Greek tragedy with uh, sharks. <laughs> what, wasn't that the last movie you had with, with uh, Joey Lauren? Joey Lawrence. Uh, well, uh, it was something sharks like underwater. that. There was only one shark, and it was in a house. Shark it was not house. sadly house shark. It was not that. Um, oh well. Which what, what, what I still is? enjoy house shark. I think I'm the only one in the world who enjoys house shark, and that includes like the director and everybody involved. I think I'm the only one who actually watched that twice. I looked at the IMDb. Most of them deleted their IMDb profiles. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. certain. I'm sure they fled the country, changed their names. Wow. But uh, uh, I appreciated House Shark. But no, this this was not House Shark. Nor was this the Joey Lawrence one that I watched, which I can't. Swim. Swim. Swim was the Joey crawl. Lawrence one. Run. Well, Skittle. Crawl was the one that they were spoofing not oh. spoofing but stealing i should say okay. i don't think you want to crawl like in the water i imagine well you don't go too far it just goes up your nose and that's fine. well you crawl if it's a gator and you swim if it's a shark well you you just accept your fate if it's a gator <laughs> unless and you're if halsey. It's, a halsey it's you know mm. just you show you show some tit and it paid off well, not enough. What was your Cthulhu rating? Three point nothing? It was three. Three yeah. out of five. I am uh, very hard with my Cthulhu ratings. I'm oh, really? Very, Sky Sharks? I'm, really cruel jaws? Again, really you need a, a shark Emmanuel. <laughs> really Joe Estevez movies? Joe not Estevez. Emilio, but Joe. He's good. He's Joe good. Estevez, I like him. He's he's mm-hmm. an okay dude. He's a good dude. Yeah, you know, I would say three. I can't follow that, but I'm, I'm, I will follow three. <laughs> I think you will. I mean, uh, you should just say, like, ah, Halsey. Okay. There's no I beaver think... shot in Halsey. That's why it's a three. Oh, no, there is. Oh, there is? And it's still a three? Uh, I, I is it guess... like a literal beaver? <laughs> Maybe it's like, just, ah. I don't know. I'm not a music person. I mean, I, I am. Know. I love music, but I'm not a musical person. Like, I don't like musicals. And um, like I said, I didn't really like Sucker Punch, and it was very kind of Sucker Punch-esque in yeah. a couple different ways. Um, I don't know. I think a three is a fine job. A three <laughs> is a fine job. That's why I do believe. And that's a that's on a T-shirt somewhere. <laughs> I, I think I bought that shirt. Three is a fine job. You can get it at Haunted MTL, Redbubble, something. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll have to see about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of goes to my movie then. And, uh, oh, man. This is a screener. So I, by the time this airs, I think we're past embargo. So Occupation Rainfall. Ooh. Occupation Rainfall from 2020. Why is it embargo still? Uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Like the embargo, that's that's COVID time. They did it two years ago. It's still under embargo. Maybe it's still under quarantine. Uh, It is from Australia, so maybe. I want to say Australia. So we have Operation Rainfall. And at first, I didn't understand the movie. I honestly, I was like, what the hell is this? And it's not because it's like this real deep thinker. It's not. It's just a matter of, oh, man, you really have to. I, I saw they, they, they liken themselves to Starship Troopers, like an homage to Starship Troopers. I seen Starship Troopers in the theaters. And maybe I can kind of see their point. Maybe I can kind of see their point. But if you're going into this thinking, it's going to make the, you know, it's the next, it's B. It's, like, it's going to be this new alien invasion, War of the Worlds, or it's going to be some Tom Cruise. That's War of the Worlds again. Or <laughs> any random Tom Cruise, Matt Damon Another sci-fi thing. War of the World. The other War World Matrixy. It's none. It's not going to be any of those. If you're like, I watch some schlock with some like space critters, I guess, that like has some horrific aspect to it, eh, you can't do worse. Sorry, you can do worse. 
think uh, you just uh, slipped there, my friend. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting down. I couldn't slip anywhere. But it's not bad. It's really not bad. This is one of those things where you just have to suspend your disbelief. It, it's it's like if Rambo met. Oh God. If yeah. Rambo met War of the Worlds, no, 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 uh, Wild West. He said God. Oh. If, if Rambo met the Wild West and that met Harry Potter, which then had a small love child three way, and what came out was like a, the Hangover with aliens. So a simple premise. Yeah, I absolutely think that's just Mandalorian season three premise really now. So here's where it gets kind of weird. The acting's not bad. You know, mm. you, you, you have Boba Fett in it. With Morrison's there. You, you've got... Like literally Boba Fett? The character yeah, the, Boba Fett? The, it might as well be at this point. You, you've <laughs> got the dude from Harry Potter, Jason Isaacs in it. You, you've got... There's a lot of people from Harry Potter. <laughs> Well, uh, Jason, I don't, I, Jason was this Malfoy. You have, you have Daddy Malfoy's in there. You know, okay. you've got Gary the Alien. You got some dude named Gary the Alien. You've got the other dude from The Hangover and from Community and from. So basically, you have all the other guys from other things. <laughs> I think there. that's the original movie. All the other guys from other things, except for Boba Fett, guy's own TV show now. Yeah, so he but, really- yeah, Boba's fun. He's he's cool. He's be good. used sparingly. Well, but, the last two episodes, he was the side character of his. Hey, that's all. That don't matter. As long as I can see, no spoilers in other shows either. It's just all good. <laughs> now, I will say, if you came in this with an open heart and open eyes and open everything, and you're just like, I just, I just want to get drunk in front of my TV. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pandemic. It is actually one of the perfect pandemic movies. It really is. And I'll tell you why. Hmm. It doesn't take itself seriously. It knows what it is. It identifies what it is. And the story is not, it's not a bad story. Like I said, the acting is not bad. The special effects, 100% real. There's no, no, they're CGI. They're yeah, I actually, was just going to say, I the big laser beams are 100% you. laser beams. There are parts where the special effects get kind of funky. But I don't know if they're just a mask from like the dollar store or if they're CGI that went bad. I couldn't tell. I'm like, uh, I don't know. CGI goes bad? There's an expiration date on CGI? CGI goes bad. Well, yeah. It's, it's real bad. Yeah, we've seen some movies that did. Right? We talked some movies that did. So like if cats. If... <laughs> If you are trying to look for this, you know, ID for Independence Day, Independence Day with Will Smith and you, the cutting edge of the matrix, that's not going to be it. If you're looking for something, you're like, why is Bruce Campbell not in this film? And you're like, what do you mean Danny Trejo doesn't make an appearance? If that's the film you want to watch, damn it, does this cover all the bases? Oh, so this is like a sci-fi movie, like a it, it's it's we'll say horror adjacent, you know, it's an alien invasion. No, I know, but there, like, so. like no, no, I mean like S Y. Oh, like the TV network. Yes. Yeah, I think this would be properly placed in a sci-fi channel's lineup circa 2002. Yeah, they were pumping out their own stuff once in a while. And did I hear Danny Trejo? Oh, no, I, you heard of Danny Trejo, but I was—he's not in it. He's not uh, in it. like this would be the. I, I movie heard that, he but I wanted. Be. I just I wanted to believe that I misheard because I wanted to see him in it. Uh, machete in space. This could be like Machete oh. Two. Machete deeper in space. Coming Machete in Australia. I think there you go, guys. They already have a sequel greenlit. You put Danny Trejo in it. It'd be fine. He'd be some tacos because he's got some actually. He's you know, Eminem's got some mom's spaghetti. Danny Trejo's taco shops are awesome. Yes. They, they are just fucking amazing. I Factual. still have to go to mom's spaghetti. Yeah, well, you're a horrible person because no one <laughs> likes SpaghettiOs. So with all that said, if you are into a movie that's just, you, you don't have to think about, but it's going to be a fun little ride, I, I, I can't recommend this enough. And it is Occupation Rainfall. It's cool. The people look like they had a. This is the movie where I was watching. It was like, I really wish I was on this set. 
It looks so fun to do. It just looks like a bl- like they do it professionally, but it looked like a blast. It looked like a blast. And for this particular film, ooh, I do have a soft spot for Australia because Wormwood is one of my favorite zombie films of all fucking time. This is going to be like a six degrees, like, all right, well, because I like Australia and because I like this one movie that came from Australia and I once dated a girl from Australia who talked about an alien invasion once. No, 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 no. This is going to be one of those weird things. I did date a girl from Australia once, but Mm. (laughs) the one that was talking about alien invasion, she could find Australia on the globe. I mean, she, it, was, it had to be marked. All the all the continents had to be marked and stuff. Well, she could. That's, it. She could or could not. Could. She could. Well, yeah, she it's could. probably because she was older than nineteen. That doesn't mean anything. Have you seen the education system lately? But Kat's like, Rrr. no, I have not <laughs> seen the education system lately. I was cat. homeschooled, sir. Oh come on! Like I believe that in Detroit. <laughs> I'm like homeboy school. So out of all the Cthulhu's, I'm giving this one uh, a 3.5. Yeah, it, it's a solid little jaunt. Uh, apparently, if I had Housley's TNA, I would probably get like a four or five, five or five. But maybe that's the sequel. Maybe they're going to combine all the world movies. Like, don't let the right one into Halsey. Rainfall. Yeah. What, what was the rating of Operation Rainfall? R. And there wasn't any TNA? None that I recall. I can look up the parental guidelines. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wowie. Wow. Wow. Wuzzy. Wuzzle. Wow. 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 All right. Well, my music video, I think, trumps yours then. I'm going to change mine to 3.5. Oh, you're you're changing 3.5? Yeah, I'm going to change it to 3.5. Whatever. Whatever that is. 3.57. 3.57? 3.57? 3.57? Well, you change that. <laughs> if, if you change that 3.57, I'm going to tell you. She deserves you. more than that. She she deserves more than your Operation Oof. Rainforest or whatever. Operation Rainforest. But I'm going to bring this back. In, I'm gonna, you know how I'm going to bring this back? It's an R in the United mm-hmm. States. It's a PG-13 in Singapore. Netherlands, got to be 12. Japan needs a G for general audience. So, so Netherlands, (laughs) as we've established with the Netherlands and Sweden, they're used to murder and death constantly. So, twelve-year-olds, this is just a walk in the park. Yeah, well, survival, you know, Sweden. mm -hmm. I guess I'm guessing it's an R for language and probably gratuitous violence. Because that that will get you an R. Just a couple of F-bombs will poke you from a PG to an R real quickly. Boo. Yeah. So with that being said, 3.5, I made J.M. Brannick up their score. Mm-hmm. You can up there something else too, Jimbo. Oh, dude. Yeah. I need my kazoo again. Uh, that's not a <laughs> that's kazoo. A, that's not a kazoo. That's a fart. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the kimchi I had today. That's what that was. So with that, we're on to the plugs, and we always let our special guests go first. Zeph, what do you want to plug? Well, uh, I guess my uh, my website, um, Martina Zeph at WordPress.com, because I'm very creative, you know. So How do you spell that? <laughs> How do you spell uh, Martina's Zeph? M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z-Z-E-T-H. Nice. That WordPress.com. I like the double Z. Oh, yeah. I, it's, a, it's a staple. I need it. I need it. The double Z's. Yeah, I can't just do one Z. It, it Z's requires Z's. more. You see, if my middle name began with a Z, oh, I would oh change it. all the time. What would you change it to if you could change it to Z? Well, z- zebra, naturally. Oh, oh is that the zebra? Z- makes- Zoolander. That's what I was yeah. mm. Zoolander. That's a good one, too. Zulu's. Okay, so it's going to be <laughs> right? Yes, very creative. That is so cool. We'll check it out. And J.M. Brannick, what do you have for a plug? Well, I'm going to plug. Um, I know we've oh, given. That's what you're going to plug. Jesus, man. 
I need to get him as like his own mic or something. I bought, I need, I bought no, I need you need to throw him into the sun is what you need to do. I bought him Megan that beer today. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That means it's going to be even worse. I thought Megadeth was was water. Uh-oh. Basically, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have headphones on, so he can hear. Good. Um. So I'm going to plug. Um. We've already done the Trevor Project. We've actually given money to the Trevor Project yes, as Haunted MTL. Yeah. We've also given money to uh, the Ruth Ellis yes. uh, Center. But I'm also going to plug these again because. I was on Reddit and uh, I was touched by somebody who had a story that they were kicked out of their house because of their uh, having a girlfriend. And people think that these are long past days of past things that happened way back when. They're not. These things still happen. There are still homeless youths Mm -hmm. that um, are kicked out of their houses because of who they are. What's a youth? Youth. Oh. A youth not youth. To, not to bring back uh, Joel Pesky, but... Uh, I always, every time I hear about homeless youths who get kicked out because of some orientation, I always have to make a joke. It's part of my charm. No? So anyway, the gay youths who need our help, uh, if you're in the Detroit area, please do look up Ruth Ellis. Uh, they're an incredible nonprofit. And if you're not, please check out the Trevor Project, and there's a phone line that can help. What's the uh, phone number? That's a good question. Oh, yeah. And one I don't have. Really? You're plugging moment. things, random things? Okay, how about this? Like, how do you spell Ruth Ellis? Two L's, one L? Two L's. So R-U-T-H-E-L-L-I-S dot com? I think dot org. Dot org. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm get I'm looking at the okay. So the Trevor Project um is one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. Again, one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. That's that's cool. Yeah, I, I I like those. I have it memorized. <laughs> There you go. That, top of your head. Top of my head. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. If, if you do need help, please, you know, please get it. The pandemic's been cruel for everyone, but yeah, it, it, it doesn't get better for. And it's been lot. getting really shitty in, yeah. uh, you know, certain places of the United States. Like when the, uh, I forget, the attorney general said that Pride Week is against the law. Now. Like in Alberta, in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I meant yes. Texas. I'm sorry. Alberta. <laughs> the Al- Alberta of the United States. <laughs> um, so these are things that are still going on. These are not things of yesteryear. We still have to do this. We still have to fight against it. But if you are having mm-hmm. troubles, please do call. Please do reach out. You are worth it. Uh, absolutely. I, I think that... A lot of companies do a disservice to LBGT youth or just people in general, not just youth, with the changing their thing for Pride Month and then forgetting all about their existence of, of children. Disney. Like, as as Pride Month goes away. Yeah. And that, that's why you know, I'll be damned if I'm going to do it. Like, I kind of like our Cthulhu colors mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a Pride rainbow. Mm-hmm. So, Me too. I'm going to follow this up with my first plug, my, my, my only plug today, of Don Giovanni. Don Giovanni at the Opera McGill, which is, Ooh. you know, downtown Montreal in the South Pole Call. You're now, actually plugging yeah. something of art? What? Yeah, well, here's a, here's a catch. The last day <laughs> for Don Giovanni catch. was today. Oh. So if, if like, if, if this is way too late for everyone to, to, to go to it. <laughs> What but I want to make sure that everyone knows that McGill's Opera Hall, McGill's Music School is open for business again. And really, it's been a shitty pandemic, as we might want to say repeatedly. So if you can support some local people, support some artists, and if you're in Montreal, go, go to the fucking opera. They're students. Get support cultured. the students. 
get cultured, you swines. <laughs> yeah, get, get cultured and then grow something in that culture and then inject yourself with that thing and then go out to get some art. I like how it Don't became do- science. Yeah, don't do that, though, because that's how you get zombies. That's how, that's how I get penicillin. That's not how you get penicillin. That's how you That's exactly you get- how you fucking get penicillin. <laughs> that's how you think you get penicillin. Uh, no, I'm pretty you should sure. should be a doctor to culture. do things like that. Do not, please do not tell people to culture their own penicillin. All right. A... <laughs> No one's going to take that seriously at all. I'm not, you know, no one's going to say, go home and do it. So that's underneath free use uh, as satire. But B. <laughs> you got to clarify. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lawyers. Well, there you go. I mean, do go out and support your local centers. And for my local center, it's going to be the Opera McGill. It's going to be Don Giovanni, which is unfortunate. I saw it yesterday. It was, they had a new twist on it. It was kind of cool. I love the the, the, the musicians. I love the, the operators. But just go find your own. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just some dude who's doing like the busking down at your local, I don't know, local gas station. Go listen to Tom Felton on Instagram. If you can't go out anywhere, you freaking go to love Tom, Tom Felton. Felton. You freaking I, love I, him. I do love Tom Felton. Why wouldn't I? He does so much for charity. It's fucking like... If we ever had a contest, his dick would win. You know, that's how much he just does everything I've seen him do for charity, period. He doesn't take that a fucking That his charity time. work would win. His dick would. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if you need something to listen to, go follow Tom Felton on, on Instagram. If you, if you have nowhere else to go, even if you can go somewhere else, it's, it's still pretty good. And do just donate. Give to your arts. Make sure they're still existing. You know? Buy a ticket. And that's my plug, really. So, with that, the plug is done now. Only 10 minutes of plugs. Without <laughs> any further ado, I now pronounce as Dunzo. So, on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my forever co host, Box Human, aka JM Brannick, and our very special guest, martinezzeth.wordpress.com. Please check him out. We bid you goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I hear a cat.